0: chamberlain chance and alex podcast the best podcast there is out of all the podcasts this really is yes in like if if beyonce started a podcast it would be like chamberlain chance and alex then beyonce then whatever rachel maddow is doing right now that's i mean i
1: think beyonce is too big for the podcast world well that's why i don't know
0: that's why we could be better
2: than that we don't know (laughs) yeah, no, <laughs> okay. If Taylor Swift um, came
1: on board. We'd be done though. There's nothing we can do about
0: that.
2: Hey, Rihanna does gigs for free. Apparently, let's see if she's busy. What? Yeah, she this did the, the Super Bowl, Bowl for free. The Super Bowl yep.
0: halftime show is never a paid gig. It's always done quote for exposure. Exposure. So why the fuck does Rihanna? Who is a self-made billionaire, is that correct? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure pretty she's much. a billionaire. Pretty much. Why does she need it? She doesn't need exposure. She's really just doing this for the yucks. Yes. To say um, you did it. But but what's shitty is the NFL can 100% afford to pay oh, their do. halftime show people. Just like they can afford yeah. to pay their cheerleaders and don't. Um, it's gross. No ethical consumption under capitalism. Um, but let's not begin with how dark the world is. How terrible things are! Let's um, I did find
1: her halftime show kind of unimpressive, but then again, I am not the target. Um, anything for that? When? So.
2: Ha- okay, well, let me ask you. When has a halftime show impressed you? Recently? I've never um, watched one. Or ever? Uh, either one, because honestly, I'd never really been like,
1: huh, yeah." Huh. Ever? The one Prince did. And this is about over a decade ago oh, now. That's f-
2: that was good. Yes. But, like, that's, like, a once-in-a-generation live performer. It was you also Prince. Never... You can't really beat yeah. that.
1: Last year's was also, like, meh. Suddenly you've got Fitty Cent hanging from the ceiling, and we're like, is that 50? He looks kind of fat.
2: All right. No, and, like, the weekend I feel bad for, because he just couldn't really work with anybody. Um,
1: it was just... Bruno Mars had a couple of good ones in a row, actually.
2: Mm.
0: Bruno Mars is quite an entertainer.
1: Could, yes.
0: And I think it's worth pointing out, uh, Rihanna did that halftime show pregnant, like, heavily pregnant, Oh, yeah. N- none of us could do that shit. No, no, you get, like, like, you get me pregnant, I'm staying in bed. Top to bring, marks. bring me 10 things. 10
2: out of 10, like for just I, just dedication. Just
1: na- not a, mostly just not a fan of the music, but again, I am not the target anything for that. So, I'm I like not taking down on it. It's just like not for me, so.
2: I I think uh what was it? Shut up and drive legitimately just good pop music.
0: I like that. Uh, I think it's called Cheers. Here's to the freaking weekend! I'll drink to that. Yep. I loved that song. But I was like out in a social person when it was popular, so oh, it was it was a great song at the bar. Uh, and I'm sure there's great songs at the bar now, but I'd never know. <laughs>
2: I, I think Rihanna outlasts Katy Perry by a good deal. I bet. Oh, let oh, yeah, not I drag. Let's
0: that. not drag Katy Perry. Yeah.
2: I'm sure. I don't know.
1: So how do you discover new music now? I don't. I honestly don't know how it. The done.
2: industry doesn't really exist anymore.
0: That's not true. Um, I like uh, ba- like when I was trolling for new music I would I would I would just kind of look for indie stuff that uh, I would look for compilations that people would put out of the best indie rock of the year or the best indie blues of the year and I would find one song that just kind of spoke to me and then I'd go find that person's shit and that's how I found uh, the Heavy Co. Uh, oh, now there's, yeah. there's the no no there's the UK band the Heavy. Um, uh, she want everything. She want the Gucci and the Lunatane. Now, do you want that love? And then the horns come in. That's the heavy. Right. The Heavy Co. is, I think, a Seattle-based, um, kind of like stoner rock band. Okay. And um, uh, check out the Humboldt County Waltz by the Heavy Co. And what's the other one? Uh, Neil Young is a good one. Uh, They got a lot of great songs and like I I would never have found these ones. There's a band called Howl and Moan that never even put out a CD, but some of their shit was just amazing. And you found it or I found it just by like going to, you know, just like you find games or before we were gamers, like Mm -hmm. real hardcore gamers, you'd find games that you never heard of by going through the top 10 of the year lists and going, oh, this looks interesting. Let's pick this out and give it give it a There It was also when
1: there were stores you could go to. Like I, I used to go to Best Buy once a week and just troll the new releases.
2: Yeah, or I would do the uh, the used. Like, oh, the PS2 era was just you could find That's gems.
0: True. There were so many games. That's how I discovered Ratchet and Clank. Right. I never I never played the first one. No, I never played the first one. And then I saw that it got a sequel. And I was like, that was good enough to get a sequel. Okay, I'll try it. Oh my god, it's yeah. so good!
1: Surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah, musically, I'm stuck in a loop S- of like four or five different bands, and I just can't seem to break out of that. But
0: well, uh, there's a God. Uh, go to Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal. S- oh, I love him. BC, or him, oh, yeah. I guess. Well, I think it's just him. And yeah, then it's, it's Mister uh, Wiener Smith. Day before yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Here goes. Grandpa, how do I form my own identity? How do I not be part of the herd? Get old. <laughs> just age, and one day you'll wake up and you'll be unique. You'll have weirdly particular opinions on music and on food and on movies and books. You will possess genuinely angry feelings about the particular way your neighbor rakes leaves. (laughs) And then it goes on. But yeah, basically the older you get, the more set in your ways you get. I like the things I like. And I don't eat that because I don't like it. And that's what I've learned in my 42 years on the planet. I've just learned to be gentler and gentler and gentler with myself and challenge myself less and less.
1: (laughs) But isn't I'm that old, just I like can't. getting stagnant at that point, just not challenging yourself with anything? I mean,
0: in I in know. the from software sense, yes. Well, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, am, I am I am a pool of stagnant water that has, that has uh, corrupted, been corrupted by immortality. I should not have lived this long. I should have been well, one of those people who died by the time they were thirty. At least in would
2: scream it, through your neck hole or something.
0: What? The monkey. I think that's a reference I don't get. For the Sekiro. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I love that fight. It was a great fight. Um, yeah. Speaking of epic action games, mm. Alex, mm. what have you been playing this week?
2: Oh, I've been playing a little thing. Kind of late to the party here. What? You might have heard of it. It's never been on sale before, but it's twenty bucks off for the first time. Got to you know? Got to jump it on it that.
0: Only it was only twenty bucks. I it's, it was yeah, like it's 30, four, you 40. got
2: it for forty instead of sixty. Yep.
0: Wow. Yep. We were talking about Breath of the Wild here. We're
2: talking about Breath of the Wild. It's it is a good Zelda game. It's alright. It is hard to get excited about, but it's very,
0: very good. Um it's not a Zelda game in so many ways.
2: I know. Like it's like the 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 shrines are kinda of like bite sized. So like which I think is conducive to like just teaching people complicated things in very small environments. Uh, Laura is not crazy about it. She kind of hates it. Oh I'm going to have to walk her through it. I don't know. I, I figure she just needs to learn a new kind of game. It, like hmm. she took... Yeah. It, it, I think right.
1: it I think it is. It presupposes you have a lot of knowledge about other open world games.
2: I like think it where does. To look for I think things, it does. Isn't... She finds it very frustrating.
0: Yeah. Uh-uh. Disagree. I think Breath of the Wild treats looking for things and it's in a very unique Breath of the Wild kind of way. It doesn't tell you almost anything. It tells you very, very little. I think the... F- I think once you get off the plateau you're told to go talk to impa i think that's her name in kakariko village
1: yeah and then your your gaming instincts kick in because you just know what to do
0: well we do but breath of the wild doesn't um it, it doesn't do the ubisoft thing of giving you a bunch of things to go for you have to look for them with your binoculars and mark them on your map and remember what you marked there and then go hunt for it later when you're over in that direction or region of the kingdom. Yeah, that, that requires um, a lot of other it, general it, it, knowledge
1: than just, you know, I want to yeah, sit out and d- play a game.
2: Is, is it just me or is the way you cook kind of really obtuse?
0: It, oh, the way it forces your arrangement of food. Oh my fucking is, God. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> because what you want, all any player wants, is everything that fills my stamina meter to be grouped together and everything that increases my attack to be grouped together and it does the exact opposite of that you have to like go over here to get this thing for your stamina and then go over here to get that thing for your stamina and then group them all together and throw them in the pot and now you'll get a great big stamina meal um yeah it's really but there's something there's something kind of wholesome and tactile about it Maybe tactile is the wrong word, but just the little dance of the food in the pot. Oh, no, that is delightful. It's nice. It's like Hetsu's dance. Like, like the first time you meet Hetsu, you can't skip that shit. It's just like, what the
2: fuck? Yeah, this this was her compromise over Okami. She didn't want to play that either, and I'm, I'm going to learn to be okay with that. <laughs> it's like, I, I, There's, like, some barrier for her in 3D games. That, like, she took to... Um, uh, Kingdom battle like a duck to water, but this she just bounced right off, and I can't figure hmm. out why. Being
1: able to orient, orient yourself, quote unquote, yourself in a 3D space is a skill. It's a developed skill.
0: It is, yeah. yeah.
1: And especially if you've never played as a child, being thrown into that as an adult, I can yeah, see being a little daunting.
0: Yeah.
2: She did take an interest in Death's Door.
0: Ooh. Oh, really? She said that looks good. Oh. It is good. I'd say go for it. Isn't Death Door pretty hard, though? I remember it being hard. Um,
1: I don't. I mean, yeah. not as bad as. Um, oh shoot! What was that one with the the real cartoony one that everybody really liked? That I yeah,
0: Worry in the Blind Forest.
1: Uh, no, 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 no no, 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 was another the Zelda Tuning, one that came Ori. out last year that that people liked?
0: Oh, was it um the tunic?
1: Yeah, tunic. Tunic was hard.
0: Tun- tunic was hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't beat tunic. Death
1: Door is not near as hard as
0: like Tunic is. I did
2: end up poking but between around. The two, um, Zelda is
0: far yeah. easier than in either of those.
2: I, w- I would say so. Like what from what I played seemed about as straightforward as Zelda can fucking get. I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah, it, it's really simple, and in a lot of ways, it's distressingly banal compared to most other open world games. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't hit you with crazy cutscenes and shit all that often, and when it does, the cutscenes are not that um, impressive. Not that impressive. Like, what's what's really interesting is how the player learns uh, how they become more powerful through the world itself. You become more powerful through the shit you cook, through what you wear, through the weapons that you wield, and you I, only I, I wield those weapons love, because you found where they are.
2: I do love, like, you can't go to cold places because you don't have a jacket. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's weird yeah. no one thought of this before.
0: Yeah, yeah, and what, what sucks is... I wish there was a. I wish there was what Breath of the Wild needs for me is a radial that I can open up and swap outfits in.
2: They don't have oh any of
0: that. No, you have to go into your inventory and you go this piece and this piece and this piece. Clip. Sometimes you have to put a dress
1: on. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's fine. Got go that to go in drags. as hell. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta um, get into Gerudo Town. But yeah, no,
2: it's it's good. It's good. It's it's good. I don't mind the breaking weapons as half
0: as much as I thought it would. No, it's I, I kind of like it when you're you're, you're whacking on. Uh... Uh, a moblin or something and it goes bah, bah, your your thing is about to break and then you switch to aim mode and throw it into the thing's face and it explodes but you get a critical hit and so it drops its weapon so you pick it up its nice. weapon and kill it with its own weapon it is like, nice. that, that does end up feeling kind of cool and the only downside to the breakable weapons is the amount of time it takes to expand your inventory for weapons is colossal uh. it takes a while to do like you gotta find all the Koroks they're fucking everywhere
2: Wait, to get permanent weapons, you're saying?
0: uh uh-uh. To upgrade your inventory space. Oh, that's it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's, there's one permanent weapon, and it's the Master Sword. Well, that makes um, sense. Even that can wear up, out. To up, yes, and to upgrade your inventory space, um, you, you find the... Like, you found Koroks, right? Yeah. Found a couple of these little dudes. Okay, so if you get... I think it's one or two for the first level of any sort of inventory slot. You give two to Hetsu, and then the next one is six. And the one after or the next one is four. The one after that is six. Then it's eight. Then it's ten. Then it's twelve. Then it's like then it goes up and up and up and up until it's like so. twenty-five. And you know how long? Like you gotta like come across a puzzle and then solve the puzzle to get one of these fucking seeds. And that's an inventory space just for your weapon or just for your bow. Or, uh. And so you've got to find a lot of korok seeds if you really want to open those up. Um, so it takes a lot of time but i will I will also mention, do you remember how many times I tried to play Breath of the Wild before I enjoyed Breath of the Wild? Twice? So it was quite a few it twice I at least, yeah It wasn't until the third time I played Breath of the Wild that I was like, "Wow, this game is actually amazing, and I love it what what clicked for you? um what 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 pushed me away from Breath of the Wild is all the ways in which it is not a Zelda game. Mm. What brought me back is loving Breath of the Wild for what it is and actually what it is, is actually kind of a legit, fairly original take on the open-world formula Um, the amount of the amount of tangible detail in the world. A lot of open-world games like Take, um, uh, Take Horizon Forbidden West for example they are visually very very detailed but in terms of what's actually interactable in the environment yes. and what actually matters in the mm-hmm. environment is far less than what's in Breath of the Wild. In In uh, Horizon, you're walking through a forest and there might be some plants to pick and there will be some animals to shoot and there will be some uh, you know robotic dinosaurs. Tall
1: grass to hide in, stuff like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Breath of the Wild, there will be tall grass to hide in. You can cut down that grass. Under the grass, maybe some grasshoppers and shit that you couldn't see. Now you can pick them. Right, up. there might be and rice. You need
2: them top. for potions and something.
0: And you need them for potions. There might be rice that you need for certain recipes in that grass. You could light that grass on fire, and the updraft created by the f- fire and the wind will allow you to pull out your paraglider and shoot up into the air. There will be trees, and these various trees will have various fruits on them. Each fruit. Like, there are some types of trees that just have hearty durian on them, and those increase your maximum hearts when cooked into a dish temporarily. And the more you play it, the more you learn about all these little things in the world. It's almost like a roguelite in that sense, that the more you learn about Breath in the Wild, the more powerful you become, and the faster you're able to go through it. Just before, I started playing last weekend, on Saturday, and just maybe half an hour ago, I pulled the Master Sword. You have to get thirteen hearts to pull the Master Sword. I also have two stamina wheels, so I'm trucking through this. You know
1: part where now. everything is, oh. more or less.
0: And I know that if I if I want if I'm running low on arrows, I have to go up and just run through the Zora Domain, and I'll have a hundred plus arrows by the end of it. And if I want money, have you come to the Dueling Peak shrines yet,
2: Alex? No, I've barely gotten into it. I've been trying to coach Laura through the
0: first couple of parts mostly. Okay. Well, once you get to Dueling Peaks, that's where you farm money. Every time there's a blood moon the uh the ore deposits on the dueling peak mountains will come back. Okay. And you can just you can just come you can just come to the, the highest shrine on the mountain and just paraglide your way down and oh, get all these ore deposits. I want it's- that paraglider, goddamn it. Oh you don't have the per- you're still on the plateau. Yeah oh yeah. Oh you haven't even you're still in the tutorial oh, phase, son. Yeah you haven't played Breath of the Wild. You played the demo. I like the demo <laughs> Then then you might in en- you might end up loving the game. But yeah. I like, think I will. Yeah. It took me a long time to love Breath of the Wild. This but is my
2: I- Friday night, and I look forward to getting much more familiar.
0: As I was playing it this past week I realized, and I kind of shudder to say because I've stayed away from Nintendo games for so long. Breath of the Wild is kind of this generation's Darksiders for me. Or this generation's Okami for me. I have I- played Breath of the Wild repeatedly since I got into it.
2: It's got a Similar sensibility. It is very um, stylized and yet very deep, and those are rare
0: and on the ground. Ultimately, comforting in that video gamey way.
2: They 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 all know exactly what they wanted to be and are very good at it. Yeah, they are kind of they are they are also kind of genre gumbos. Well, like, well,
0: what? No, they're not not Okami. A Okami. Okami is Zelda like. Yeah. very much so. Yeah. Um, Darksiders is, a, is 100% a Zelda-like, but it was kind of a poor man Zelda-like. It was like God of War plus Zelda, is how I always thought of Darksiders.
2: And then and... plus Diablo
0: that one time, that one awesome
2: time. <laughs> Darksiders
1: 2. <laughs> mm,
0: love it. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, no, Breath of the Wild is just nice. And it's, I'm hyped for whatever Tears of the Kingdom is. I wonder if Tears of the Kingdom is actually a prequel.
2: Did you see that Breath of the Wild doubled ocarina sales? That makes
0: sense. I
1: mean, there are like, a lot more switches out there than there were 64s.
0: Yeah, the the install the install base now, like the amount of gamers out there now is I mean, far more than there were when ocarina couldn't have happened out. to a nicer. When
1: game. the Switch came out alongside Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild sold more copies than there were Switches.
0: See, that just makes it sound like people just bought it because they couldn't because have the switch yet. No. Because it also came out on Wii U.
1: No, That's no. True. The Switch version. Did it? Oh, outs- it did? Yes, it? it did. It's a bad copy. Okay. No, the Switch version outsold Switches. At least the very beginning. Oh. Just because you wow. could get it and you couldn't get a Switch. So people just bought that knowing that they'll get the console eventually.
2: Yeah, I remember people being upset that they couldn't get it on the Wii U.
1: No, it was on the Wii U. No, it was on was the it, Wii U. Well, it was on the Wii U? Yeah. Okay.
0: I Maybe mean, I'm thinking. What, what was holding that's what at. makes me think we might actually get a switch Two this year because Maybe. they usually do that is they put out a zelda on both platforms so they're probably gonna put out zelda or they're probably gonna put out uh, tears of the kingdom and then going if you want to see it in 4k this fall fuck you well shit um valve
2: just put a ps4 in my lap <laughs> i'd like to see them i like to see them be outdone. done
1: they won't. It won't be that powerful. No, it's
0: it's not. It's not quite what it appears for.
2: No, is. I'm not talking about like power, but just like it. I don't expect video games to get much more complicated than they are now. Like the deck can run almost anything. Like, I'm yeah.
0: really curious what Nintendo does. I like felt best. that way about games at the PS3 gen, and they just keep on pushing it.
2: Not really far, and like this generation, barely at all.
0: No, because because uh, a cost development costs are I know. astronomical. You could run a small country for what it cost Sony to make uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Wasn't Horizon of the high Worst engine? case scenario,
0: the
2: deck will be. Yeah. Okay. A shrine to all indie gaming okay. going forward.
1: Well, everybody yeah. jumping to Steam Unreal deck? is a symptom mm-hmm. of how expensive it is to make any games now. Unreal
2: Unreal's yeah, is supposed that a bad to make it thing. Easier? Unreal 5 looks pretty it great. It does.
0: Yeah, but then you end up with, like, and the only Unreal. I'm thinking maybe Unreal 3 or Unreal 4. The only Unreal 3 game I didn't mind that it had the Unreal look because it was still so stylish elsewhere was um, uh, Batman, the Arkham games. Those were mm-hmm. Unreal games that were unmistakably Unreal games, yeah. you could really tell. Yeah. But you know, they were just so fu- especially Arkham City. Five
1: doesn't have that same kind of... Because you could look at an Unreal 3 game and go, like, okay, Five doesn't seem that... There seems to be more variety in things. Or it's easier to put more variety in. I don't know, I'm not a coder.
0: Has there been an Unreal Unreal 5 game out yet? I
1: thought there have been. Maybe I was looking at tech uh, demos.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of tech demos. Unreal Engine...
1: Maybe there have not been. I know it's out
0: there. Five games. Yeah, I know it's out and I've... It's
1: designed to be more accessible.
0: The Matrix Awakens. Oh yeah, that was... Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 which isn't out yet Black Myth Wukon uh,
1: okay so maybe there's not anything yet I'm just talking up my ass but
0: Dragon Quest 12 that's not which Kingdom one Hearts 4 upcoming Quantum Error you don't know what that is the release date is yet so yeah okay, a bunch is, of games yeah, that it's haven't come out yet okay. So, okay. oh wait okay. so, okay.
2: so the Fun next Dragon it. Quest comes out this
0: year shit uh, no yeah, I uh, never said it came out this no. year <laughs> no I just said it, it's apparently running on Unreal there, There's five. a new Final Fantasy oh, this year. They're sense. not going to
1: double-dip oh, between that and Dragon Quest in the same that year. That would be nuts. That would Japan be nuts. would shut down for three, four months.
0: <laughs> apparently the next Tomb Raider is Unreal Engine 5. Redfall is Unreal Engine 5. Really?
1: Well, you know what? I'm ready for a new Tomb Raider game. Because
0: I don't
2: know if I can... No, they really no, got to
0: bring it for me. Yeah, like I, I'm down for a good Tomb Raider game. I'm just not down for a Tomb Raider game that's just as good as um
2: Remember how good
1: the first... first one was?
0: No, not but the, the first second one tomb- was okay, the first one was in a lot of ways not as good as Uncharted, but the platforming was better than Uncharted. Oh, absolutely. That's what that's what Tomb Raider had going for it. I love the survival aspect. The, the combat
2: aspects. period was much better.
0: Uh, I disagree. But um, the the survival aspect I really liked, um, the the platforming I really, really yeah. liked, like Uncharted's platforming sucked compared to Tomb Raider's platforming. But the larger, um, large-ish
1: open levels were more fun, you had a big, it's not, not open world, made, but you had a bigger area.
0: Then they just made that game two more times. Yeah, and
1: the plots got dumber. Like, Lara actually yeah, ended it was the just, world in the third game, it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, and it was just fucking boring to me, so... Yeah, like, even, even by even by Uncharted 4, I was pretty tired of Uncharted. Like, if you're going to bring back a new Tomb Raider, I can perceive that being awesome, but I can also perceive that being very expensive to do to make it that awesome. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl is Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. I, uh, the next Witcher series is Unreal Engine 5.
1: Stalker 2 doesn't have a date and, uh, anymore, for obvious reasons.
0: Mass Effect? Hey. Mass Effect is getting a new modern sequel, which will be using Unreal Engine 5. Uh, did, uh, dream yeah. House the game.
1: A new Mass Effect's at least two, three years away.
0: Um, that bums me out. Chamberlain, what have you been playing this week?
1: Uh, well, I am here to tell you that Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Revisited or Reunion or whatever it is tells a very good story. And uh, okay. that the gameplay is actually not terrible. Now, the nice thing is roughly 50% of the game is completely optional. You oh, you've got Was that bad? You've got missions, so it kind of betrays its um, handheld origins or handheld where because it came on PSP originally, and you've got hundreds of missions that you pick up at a save point that are without exaggerating between a minute and 5 minutes long. And it's just like you go out here, <clears> you kill something, and you level up a little bit. They're good for grinding. But there's so many of them that I stopped doing them after, like, you know, I think 40% of them were done. And I was so powerful, I waltzed through the rest of the game. So if you really want 100% this game, there's tons of stuff out there. The problem was, most of these side missions don't really do much story wise. There's one set where Zack is interacting, interacting with a very young Riku. And those were kind of amusing because Riku, as a child and still a thief, was kind of funny. But apart from that, they're, they're just there for grinding. But you don't have to do them. They're completely optional.
0: I'm, I'm looking at gameplay of this. This is an ugly game. It
1: is not an ugly game. It looks fine in a way that, that they shot lower than Final Fantasy VII Remake, but it still runs smoothly. And it looks good enough.
0: I, I believe it runs smoothly. I believe this would run smoothly on a PS3. It, no,
1: it looks good enough.
0: Yes. Can you believe no. it was a Vita game?
1: It was a PSP game. They completely redid it. PSP. It was a fuck. PSP game. All the character models are redone,
2: and the environment. I did a great job.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's 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 a remake. No, it's not this high no. budget thing that Final Fantasy VII was. It looks good enough, but for me, what got me is that it actually tells a frankly heartbreaking story about Zack. It humanizes Sephiroth. You get a little insight on Baby Cloud because he's in it. And cool. and it just at the end it just you know, it kind of tugs on the heartstrings a little bit. Because especially with Aerith, you find out how tragic Aerith becomes. I can spoil it. You wanna spoil it? I'll tell you how it goes.
2: Yeah, go for all it. Right. Hit me.
1: So the 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 basic story is you are playing as Zack and Zack is a soldier second class at the beginning of the game, which means he has been altered like all soldier ones are by being immersed in Mako or whatever. And the three other main characters are Angeal, Genesis, and Sephiroth. And Sephiroth is just acting, I mean, he act, Sephiroth is aloof, but he acts like a person, as opposed to this laughing, you know, the, the maniacal bad guy with mommy issues from Final Fantasy VII. He, he acts like a soldier. Story goes on, Genesis and Angeal begin to kind of mutate, like they sprout wings, the one wing that Sephiroth gets later on in Final Fantasy VII they get turns out that both Angel and Genesis were experiments by Hojo. He built them, basically. And they're beginning to break down. And that is Genesis's impulse for being the bad guy. Genesis is the bad guy. Angel is kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy. He was Zack's commanding officer. They fight at one point. Zack gets knocked off the plate, falls through the hole in the church and lands on the flowers, just like Cloud does in Final Fantasy VII, meets Aerith. Zack and Aerith, over the course of the game, become an actual couple. Unlike Cloud and Aerith, because Aerith dies. Spoilers. But Zack and Aerith
0: Hmm.
1: are, they're they're a couple, right? They actually enjoy, I mean, they're kind of seeing each other. You end up running into copies of Genesis and Angeal, because they're basically spawning off versions of themselves. But the Angeal copies are, are not evil. And there's a, a beastie with Angeal's face that lives in the church that Zach asks to guard Aerith when he's gone. And it does. It's, a little, it's this little griffin-like thing that lives in the uh, in the rafters that stays there and guards Aerith. So eventually, Angeal and Genesis completely just betray soldier, go off on their own, and now it's Zach and Sephiroth's job to go out and figure out what happened. And they go to Nibelheim. And They find the Genova. I'm testing your Final Fantasy VII now. They find the Genova reactor. And Genesis shows up and tells Sephiroth, listen, I'm a monster. You're worse. You were grown from cells. But you're perfect. You're never going to degrade. And you can save me. And Sephiroth says, well, either you're lying to me or it's the truth, but it doesn't matter because either way you're going to rot. And they fight and they go away. But then Sephiroth disappears into a library and does research on this for like a week. And at the end of the week, he burns Nibelheim to the ground and basically loses his mind because he found out that, mm. yeah, surprise, you're not human. And then you get the whole Sephiroth telling Sephiroth tearing Genova off the wall moment from Final Fantasy VII and, and he becomes crazy guy with mommy issues. But it's because no one told him what he was and finding out literally broke him. He and Zack fight, and Zack almost gets him, but gets thrown down some stairs, and Cloud is there, but Cloud is not in Soldier. Cloud is just a Shinra soldier at this point. Uh, Sephiroth nearly kills Zack, knocks him down, turns his back to Zack to go finish whatever he's doing with the Genova stuff, and in a moment very similar to Captain America picking up Mjolnir, Cloud picks up the Buster Sword, and stabs Sephiroth through the back with it. Really kills him. Sephiroth turns around, stabs Cloud with his big-ass sword. Cloud, standing there, picks him up with the sword, (laughs) throws him across the reactor into the wall. He falls to his death, quote-unquote, because Sephiroth doesn't die. Collapses, and now he and Zack are laying on the stairs to the reactor. And I'm like, okay, this is where the game ends. That's what it felt like. No, it's not. Because... Hojo shows up and captures both Zack and Cloud. He does experiments on him for an undetermined amount of time. And Jill rescues Zack. Zack rescues Cloud. Cloud spends the last hour and a half of the game in kind of a stupor because he didn't take to the modifications very well. And Zack decides, well, I'm going to go and find my parents. And gets sidetracked, ends up fighting Genesis, one last time, big nasty fight out. That leaves Cloud alone, um, along with someone else. Doesn't matter who that is. Comes out and there was a fight. Cloud's alive, and that monster that was protecting Aerith the entire time is there, dying because it was helping protect Cloud. It dies like a Final Fantasy thing dies. Dissolves into light, and there's a note left behind. zach picks up the note, and it's from Aerith. Aerith says. This is the 88th letter, 88th and last letter I've written you because I don't know where you are. And it turns out that Zack has been gone for four years. Oh, he was shit. in a pod that Hojo was working on him for four years. So he's like, oh shit, I need to go and find Aerith. And as he gets close to Midgar, he gets literally a Red Dead Redemption moment where he runs into the entirety of the Shimra army. And you control him, hmm. fighting him off, but it's a hopeless battle and he dies cloud comes to him still kind of sick and Zack says you know live for both of us you are my legacy and gives him the buster sword which kind of fucks cloud up because he uh-huh. doesn't know who he is and that's how cloud ends up taking on to taking on a lot of Zack's things because cloud doesn't know who he is at this point so he just patterns patterns himself after Zack was and then it literally it ends with the opening cinematic from final fantasy 7.
0: Cl- so in this story, does Cloud ever meet Aerith? No. Cloud oh, and Aerith. I, so it's, it sounds to me like your enjoyment of this story is kind of predicated on how much you give a shit about the characters of Final kind Fantasy I know, and it,
1: it's 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 just a good. I mean, you go into it knowing that Zack's going to die because he has to. But I, well, well you okay, do. Okay, But it, it goes in and it, it tells a good story about him and and the and the doomed relationship between him and Aerith. Tifa's there briefly as a guide. Cloud is there because Cloud's from Nibelheim, I guess. So, its I think it just told a good story. I really do. And the fact that it was a remake of an old PSP game, yeah, it doesn't look amazing, but games don't have to. It was—it looked good enough and it, you know, it, it guarded an emotional reaction from my withered old heart. So, that's something.
0: Well, that's yes. impressive. That is impressive. Our hearts are pretty yeah, withered.
1: But, but the whole... Zach realizing he's been gone for four years and Aerith and Aerith wasn't lying because the, the Turks are out looking for Zach out in the desert and the lead Turk who knew Zach before all this happened says I need to find him I have something for him and he looks down and there's a box of letters so the Turks had been intercepting uh-huh. all of his letters and all of Aerith's letters and holding on to them to give to Zach when they found him but then the Shimna army killed
0: Zach so man Aerith really can't catch a break
1: no but this felt like Final Fantasy VII Aerith. She wasn't the kind of sassy Aerith that we have in Final Fantasy VII Remake because they feel like very different characters. This felt like Final Fantasy VII
0: Aerith, hmm.
1: not Seven Remake. Well, Aerith. I
0: mean, uh, Crisis or Crisis Core was was done well before Seven Remake, like ten years. So they changed her in that. Well, they changed her yeah. in remake. This, this, this Aerith is the Final Fantasy refl- VII. Is, ref- is a reflection of the original Final Fantasy yeah, VII era. Yeah.
1: The one who dies. It doesn't make yeah. sense. I mean, following this line of thought, I don't really understand why Sephiroth kills her other than just to fuck with people, but, you know,
0: I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. Okay. To, to see him go from, you know, stoic aloof soldier to actual madman was a, a nice step. As opposed to him, but it's always oh, been yeah. a nutbag. Well, I enjoyed it. Hmm. I enjoyed it more than I'm playing right now, that's for sure.
0: What are you playing right now?
1: Well, one of us had to step on this landmine. I'm playing for spoken.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank you for your oh. service.
1: God. <laughs> the, the the worst thing I can say is it does not feel good to move
0: around. That's the opposite of everything the, I've heard. No, Ooh.
1: it doesn't. It, it's the, the, the movement feels like an early Assassin's Creed game. Remember the old Assassin's Creed where you're trying to go up a wall and you get stuck on a a banister? Where you're trying to jump off of something and it won't... Your character does this all the time. Like, you round a corner go up some stairs and because you're too close to the side, the animation for jumping up the side of the stairs kicks in and you end up jumping off the side. It just... It doesn't feel smooth. But in fairness,
0: almost all the... all the more recent Assassin's Creed games also will do shit that like fruitful. that. Like, especially when you're like chasing the music or chasing the oh, notes, yeah. <laughs> I would always find that he, he would like fail to jump or fail to climb up on it's, this thing, even though I'm holding yeah, the button.
1: It's because of, it's all canned animations is the problem. So as you get too hmm. close to something, it triggers that canned animation and it just, you're stuck in that at that point. And Forspoken does it all the time. Like, you jump over the top, and she does this weird flippy-do thing that looks kind of cool, but doesn't always fit what's actually happening. So, yes, the writing so is bad. Yes, the voice acting, voice acting is eh. The, the world itself is surprisingly not as colorful as, you'd, as you would hope. The magic is nothing but particle effects out the ass, just everywhere. So, it's, it's not enjoyable.
2: That doesn't sound like something I'd yeah, want to you, you, had, you yeah. had
1: sent us the review that Sterling wrote on it, and in that she said that she it actually... brutal. Well, she said she actually enjoyed the combat, but it should have been a linear game. I won't even give it the combat being good. It just doesn't... Wow. You know a good third-person shooter has a generous enough auto-aim that you can kind of get in there and hit what you want to hit? This one, the auto-aim mm. feels like it's... I don't know. It, does, it feels off. And the... And the Lock-on doesn't work very well. So, I don't... No. I mean, I've only played it for like four hours. I don't have anything else to play at the moment, so I'll play it a little longer, but I can't imagine me putting too much time into this. It's just not a good game.
0: It's okay to walk away from it. Yeah. Uh, you have our blessing. Oh, well. You know, be kind to
1: yourself. <laughs> I, I I wanted to kind of use my PS5 for something, but not this.
0: Be kind to yourself, listener, and don't play yeah, for spoken. Yeah, it's
1: not... What is it? You, you looked it up for me on Metacritic. It's like at 65 or something like that. It's just not...
0: I believe so, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's about right. It's just not there.
0: Ugh. Not
1: there. Well, oh, Dead Space is next, so we'll play that. Mm.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll get You're going to gonna catch have a good time that. with that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, was thinking about, I was thinking about Dead Space. I don't know if we gave it numbers when Alex and I were talking about it. I'd go easy nine hmm definitely just like a nine across the board dead space was a nine this is still a nine and it's super good looking super fun great game great game way better than the original
2: just in terms of flow and just tone like some yeah. of the acting actors were
0: uh, yes yeah. a lateral move
2: yeah. but yeah. i like having isaac talk ultimately it 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 helps mesh a lot better with what the series becomes. I don't miss the, quote-unquote, like, oppressive atmosphere. It was weird he didn't talk in one game, and I'm I'm honestly glad they changed that.
0: And it's still Gunner right, and he's still doing a good job. The only thing that, that bugged me about Isaac talking in, in Dead Space Remake was um, sometimes the plan would be just absolutely but fuck crazy. And in the conversation with Isaac, someone would point out to Isaac, this is what you're about to do is an absolute suicide mission. This is insane. Why the fuck would you do this? And Isaac would go, yeah, it is. You got any better ideas? Or just something stupid and flippant like that. Like, I, I think maybe they could have challenged themselves to write Isaac in a way that wasn't like, yeah, it is dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know. Those parts wrangle. Well, sometimes a it's like, look,
2: I, I'm trying not to die. Do you want to not die? Here's what we have to do.
1: Yeah. Alex, have you had any time to go back to do any more Hi-Fi Rush?
2: I have. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm clipping through it. It's cute. I I keep losing the rhythm. I need to be, I need a lot, <laughs> I need energy to play it.
1: You gotta just kind of bounce in your seat. It's not the kind of you game. You literally need to move. Just bounce a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah, no, it, it feels great when I've had a cup yeah. of coffee. <laughs>
1: mm. I understand
2: that. It's the, it's a good weekend game. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick at it. All right. I want to. All right. It's, mmm, it's eating at me. It's just sitting there, and it's so good.
1: It'll be there for you um. when you have the energy for
2: it. I'll be honest. Persona Five ah. took up ah. some of my time too. I'm almost done again. <laughs> it's ah, ah such a good final final boss.
0: I'm always tempted by it, but. I'm just like, going to keep on trucking with Zelda.
2: Like, you'd think a game you played for 70 hours can't surprise you with mechanics in its last boss, and it does. What the fuck?
0: No, Persona Games always did that.
2: Ah, oh, but in it like a clever little way.
0: It always got really fucky at the last boss. The last bosses, usually.
2: <sighs> Baton passes are amazing. I never get sick of them.
0: Matchmaking in Overwatch is still fucked.
2: I'm so sorry to hear that.
0: Absolutely fucked. We're going against grandmasters and and masters and uh, top five hundreds constantly. Um, I was having a conversation with my brother the other night. Like, am I just tilted right now? Like, am I wrong? Just Overwatch? Just playing Overwatch? Just not as much fun as it used to be? He's like, "No, you're right, man. This this really fucking sucks." But what am I gonna do? Say download Paladins? You?
2: <laughs> no, he struck me as an Apex Legends kind of guy.
0: No, I don't want to do that either.
2: No, I know you don't. I know you don't.
0: I like Tracer. I had uh, I had some really beautiful support picks on Tracer this week. I had one where, uh, there was one where a Widowmaker, and this Widowmaker was absolutely terrifying. I had gotten up on some high ground on, what was the map? I forget the name of the map. But I knew she was going to hook up here, so she would have a sightline land on my team. And I'm waiting, and she hooks up right in front of me, and I put my reticle on her head, and then she steps to the side. So I land on my reticle, and she steps to the side again. And she's stepping back and forth and back and forth. And I'm just waiting for her to stand still to take a shot so I can kill her. And then my team just falls completely back. She has nothing to shoot at. So she hooks, she hooks forward onto the cart. And then she waves. Hello, I'm so scared you all run away. And I blink onto the cart, stick it with a pulse bomb, wave. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then recall out. It felt really good. <laughs> I, I've, I've had some wonderful moments. But I've had very few really fun games lately. It's it really sucks. I miss Overwatch. I love Overwatch. And it's been pissing me off so much. In fact, you know what? I'm going to say it. I rescind my 2022 Game of the Year entry of Overwatch 2. See? Oh you, no. It is no longer one of so my games of the year. need to find for a way
1: to branch out to something similar. It's like having a main game, I know, and then having there, a side chick. You know, you, you need to have a side is,
0: I've never, I've never been good at that. I, I dedicate myself to one person or game at a time. Right. And, and dedicate myself wholly. And, yeah, like, I, I want Overwatch to get better. It's like...
1: What yeah. else out now that could...
0: And what else out now
1: that could compare? I mean, Apex is still there.
0: No, but Apex is... I I don't know that Apex is even a team game. It is. And not only that, but isn't Apex more like, um... Um, it's
1: the best parts of Titanfall minus the Titans. Yeah, what was it? The movement no, from Titanfall.
0: What's no, I'm thinking of? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different Apex, one. Apex. Apex Legends is, the, is one? the Titanfall guys. Uh, there, was, there was another multiplayer shooter.
2: Whoa, uh, um, Fortnite?
0: No, no, it was older than that. Um, it was really it was really military based. It was really really tight shooting. People died really really quick. The graphics weren't that hot. Arma. No, it's um, not
1: Apex. Apex is sci-fi stuff.
0: Battlefield. No, it wasn't a AAA. Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, hmm. Overwatch. Overwatch is the date that brung me, and that's the one I'll dance with um, until my brother. Honestly,
2: as someone that's dipped their toe in um, Apex,
0: Overwatch is in the wrong league here. Well, it sorry. is, it's
1: because it's Blizzard. Yeah.
0: Well, no. What's great about Overwatch was Blizzard twenty six. Still riding down
1: those coattails.
0: <laughs> everything that sucks, yeah, I am not. Everything uh, that sucks about Overwatch two is Blizzard twenty twenty
2: two. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they don't fumble Diablo four. Let's let's see how they do.
0: Me too. I agree, Alex.
2: It, it there's there's got to be a bullshit shoe that's about to drop.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, what evil thing? Have, what evil poison pill have it, they shoved in this And thing?
0: if and if you want to start out with the best armor in the game, uh, here it is. So it's you're saying Diablo
1: Four is going to be Blizzard's version of Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh,
2: no, I would enjoy that. That was a mild disappointment of what is ultimately, objectively, aside from its legacy, a pretty good RPG.
0: I will be shocked if Diablo 4 isn't rife with microtransactions.
2: Something like that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely rife. Right I, I
2: just can't believe they're not going to go for something. They haven't mentioned an auction house is, is anything that, yet, and the
0: less they say about it, the more it concerns me. Is
1: phone game still out there making money? Oh, yeah. That's
0: oh, what, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's making too much. I saw some stats this this week. Someone was trying to, you know, carry water for Blizzard, <laughs> and explained that Overwatch 2 had uh, infinitely more player engagement than Overwatch 1 ever had. I purely because it's free to play. Then someone pointed out that apparently in that quarter or whatever, they managed to pull 100 million in microtransactions. From, you know, just sales of skins on the store and so on and so forth. And some people were like, oh, that's really good. And then some other people pointed out that even in the last two years of Overwatch, they were pulling in billions via loot boxes. So they might have more people checking out the game. It definitely feels like less people are sticking around and they're getting less money. Is what it sounds like. I could be wrong, but that's definitely what it sounds like.
2: Something is bumming everyone out, clearly. Well, yeah, COVID. <laughs> but just, like, from a design t- standpoint, like, there is a pre-COVID blizzard and there is a post-COVID blizzard.
0: Um, Yeah, but that's also the effect of the Activision acquisition and the yeah, the, the shadow of Bobby Kotick looming large Ew. over the proceedings.
2: Um, Very high on my Jesus Christ, why aren't they dead list? The world would be a better place.
0: I had a... Actually, I had a note that I wrote down. We're defending on Blizzard World, which is a payload map. And uh, Wait, was it Blizzard World? Oh, no, 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 it was a different payload map. Whatever, we're defending on a payload map. And I'm way up front with my team, and or um, I'm way up front. My team is way behind me, and I'm just kind of harrying their supports because their supports are the only ones on card. It's a Kiriko and a Mercy. And when a Kiriko and a Mercy decide to pocket each other, you can't kill them. So what I'm doing is I'm just taking their attention so that the guys who are fighting my team way behind me uh, don't have heals. That's a successful engagement for me, even if I don't kill anyone. Your team's not getting healed, that's a win for me. Um, So I go in, I go for the Mercy, the Kiriko doesn't let me kill the Mercy. I turn around, I kind of bug the Kiriko a little bit, the Mercy doesn't let me kill the Kiriko, she heals her up. And so I just get out and I fall back. And the trait and the mercy is just standing up on card, all proud that they fought off this tracer together. And the card is moving forward. And I blink in and shoot her in the head in one clipper, and then recall out before the <laughs> Kiriko could do anything. And then the mercy opens up the chat engine and writes, "Tracer, bro." And that was my it's, hate mail of the week. Just bro, <laughs> bro, well, bro. Come on, bro. Tracer, bro. Bro. And remember last no, week. Nah, that- Remember last week I talked about a cartoon series that's on Amazon Prime called Gary yes. and His Demons? Yes. This week I watched season two of Gary and His Demons, which is the final season. So How is the second season of Gary and His Demons? Okay, well, the animation seems like it was done more on a computer and not in no. a good way. It doesn't seem quite as good. They actually changed the design of one of the characters, and I really didn't like the change. But in terms of plotting, it is like... It's light years better than the first season. The, the whole season is a really well defined arc with a, with a bunch of tertiary characters that become more and more interesting and fun to watch as the season goes on. Um, Gary's arc uh, throughout the season is just tons of fucking fun. The writing of the second season is way better than the first. I was really kind of surprised that while the animation kind of maybe seemed a little cheaper, um, the storytelling took a took a big step up. It was a lot of fun. I I continue to recommend it, and I finished uh, all the current episodes of Poker Face. Man, I love it. I will watch another five seasons of Poker Face and be thrilled Look, with it.
2: Yeah, like Ryan Johnson this morning tweeted, like, "We will keep making this until you're sick of us." And man, there is nothing on TV that is this fun or operatic or weird. And, like, just, like, macabre, but in, like, a USA Network kind of way. But it is also fun in its own right. It's the next monk.
0: It feels the like... World the world needs a monk. It feels like the quality of shows we used to get in the 90s. I don't know how else to put it. Like, it's it's actually quite interesting and fun. And uh, and a wonderful vehicle for the unique talent of Natasha Leone. Mm-hmm. I'm so pleased that she's, uh, she's kind of really got a spotlight on her lately. Oh, I had a crush on her since American Pie... There were all these, like, you know, there was a girl from American Beauty and American Pie, and uh, uh, Stifler's Mom, and all these, you know, huge stars that were the leads in American Pie, and then there's this one kind of tomboy girl with crazy hair, played by Natasha Lyonne, and I'm like, what's her story? I was immediately charmed by Natasha Leon, like 40 uh, years ago. She's kind
2: of been playing Columbo all her life and now yeah. she uh, just sort of does it for real. Yeah, yeah but just,
0: just one thing is, is bugging me. Is both <laughs> of like, like uh,
1: self-contained episodes? Or is it like... Yes,
0: yes, but the only thing you have to understand With is... With an overarching
1: she,
2: theme.
0: Yeah, like the, the first episode kind of sets up she's on the run by some gangsters who want to kill her and she can tell when people are lying. That's all you need to know. She's on the run. She can tell when people are lying. And so she travels from town to town, and what then the first 15 to 20 minutes of every episode is what's going on in this place absent her, her existence in it. And every now and then someone will say something from off screen to one of the characters that it's introducing, and you'll know it's her voice, but it won't show mm. her. And then after someone dies, time will reverse, and you'll see that she's actually been hanging out with these people for the last two weeks. And she's seen all this shit go down. And and now this person's dead, and she happens to have a relationship with the person, and cares that she's de- that they're dead, and cares that someone might have gotten away with murder. Maybe this wasn't an accident. Um, it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. And, yeah,
2: and like you can expect people like Tim Meadows to just pop up and be great.
0: Yes, the guest stars on this show are consistently stunningly good, and really care and really help it's carry a the Hulu episodes.
2: joint. Where is this?
0: It's Um, it's Paramount Plus in the States.
2: No, it's Peacock in the States. Okay, it's Peacock Mm. in the
0: States. In Canada, you can get it on City TV if you have cable listener or go on Amazon Prime. And for, I think, six bucks a month, you get City TV through Amazon Prime. And I'm sure there's other shit on uh, City TV that might be worth watching, but I haven't seen (laughs) anything. (laughs) I've looked. It's all like The Bachelor and stuff, so... Yeah, I'm not interested so, uh, does such as they are
2: i would sure love me some headlines
0: brief brief headlines there are very few headlines this week listener i apologize we are not in the tabloid market of kotaku we have what? there are no uh, there are no little bits this week about the ongoing saga of high res vagina textures in the witcher next gen i can't believe how many stories i scrolled <laughs> past this week and the evolving saga of that shit.
2: They did it's it's keyword magic. They have to do it.
0: I guess that's true.
2: You you see that word and you stop scrolling immediately.
0: But in in the same way, <laughs> in the same <laughs> way, it's true. In the same way that like, no. I am I wrong? I understand no, that Blizzard is is out to make money. That doesn't mean you have to lower your quality. All this, this is a all business this, that is dying all very this quickly. Is Kotaku 100%. being is
1: written true. entirely by AI now? Maybe AI is just stuck on digital vaginas.
2: It has clearly been losing half its okay. staff for five years in a row.
0: Which, which reminds me, Alex, when you get to a point where you want to see a walkthrough for anything, put mm-hmm. the name of the shrine or whatever you're trying to do for Breath of the Wild into Google, and then click on the one from Polygon.
2: No, no, they, oh, their guide for Persona 5 has been a fucking
0: godsend. They have the, great guides. Their Breath of the Wild guides are a fucking godsend. They're absolutely mm-hmm. awesome.
2: There's some good folks working at Polygon.
0: <clears throat> in entertainment news, Taron Egerton is starring in a movie for Apple TV about the origins of the game Tetris. And that was that, good. that trailer actually made it look pretty fucking interesting. T- Taryn
2: Egerton has been such a dark horse for so long. I love him.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
2: He was He's... fucking fantastic in Rocket Man.
0: Yes, and uh, and that was such a change for him after um, um, after Ugh. the Golden Order or whatever the fuck those movies yeah, were
2: called. We don't have to talk about it. I
0: loved the first one. The first one was wonderful. First one's
2: good. Then the second one gets weirdly sexist really quick. Yeah, and never but... stops.
0: Yes, <laughs> I don't disagree. And then the third one was just you know. A cartoon, a cartoon with human actors, but uh, but then he went off and did Rocket Man. He's done other shit like he's he's making interesting Daniel Radcliffean choices in his roles. And he, he's he's his Radcliffe life.
2: without the giant um giant franchise.
0: Uh, Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with yeah. frontotemporal dysmen- dementia. So basically, what happened to my mom is going to happen to this guy.
2: It explains a lot about the tail end of his career.
0: And um, well, this is and a lot f- of his behavior. Actually, this is, this is the final. This is kind of the final diagnosis. It was he di- was diagnosed as something else earlier, and this is kind of like they went to his family and they explained like he's just gonna deteriorate. And uh, my heart a hundred percent goes out to his family.
2: Yeah, it sucks.
0: It is an absolutely horrible thing to have happen to someone you love, and for anyone to go through. And I will say. um, Die Hard was is one of the greatest movies of all time as far as I'm it concerned. It is. Uh, Bruce Willis is indelible on my childhood. Um, and I love him. And I'm really I'm sorry to see it go this way but you know what some of the greatest people in my life went this way Bruce. Oh. And it's how it goes sometimes.
2: If, you, if, you, if anybody has a minute if you've never seen 12 Monkeys do yourself a mm. favor and watch his best performance.
0: It was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it was nice. really great in
2: Pulp Fiction. Honestly, maybe Brad Pitt's best performance in Pul- in um, 12 Monkeys. That's really good. True.
0: Anyway. Uh, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon is getting a live action movie written and directed by the creator of the animated trilogy. You know, oh, okay. I actually might be down no, for I don't that have a because
1: with believe this. it or not, those were decent movies. They were really very good movies. Yeah. The
0: first one I really liked, the subsequent ones I didn't like so much. The but... second one's very good. But more than that, like there's a generation of kids that fucking love those oh, movies yeah. and they're grown ups and they're grown ups now. And they would love to, I'm sure to see that in live action and uh, you know, yeah, enjoy kids.
1: Plus the the, the plushie sure sales will. of Toothless have gone down, so they need to re up huh. that stuff. So
0: <laughs> get that cat lizard back out there. <laughs> Poker face has been picked up for a second season. Woo uh,
2: surprising no one and uh damn it!
0: I'm literally paying another six bucks a month just to watch this show.
2: Yeah, it's 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 totally worth it. It's it's a uh, it's a network seller.
0: Uh, the runtime of John Wick Chapter Four is two hours and forty nine minutes. That,
1: it hurts me.
2: I don't know
0: about that, guys.
1: That hurts me.
0: This that's, has that's... the Raid Two Redemption written all over it.
1: How long it's is so the Raid Two?
0: Too fucking long, man. The Raid 2 was a huge movie.
2: The Raid 2 lost me very quickly.
0: I swear uh, the Raid that... 2 was two hours and 30 minutes. This is 20 minutes longer than that. And the other John Wick movies were some 2 hours, It's like, just it? so ponderous.
1: I, I swear, John Wick 1 was under two hours.
0: Yeah, John Wick 1 was quick. John Wick 1 was probably 90 minutes, or at least it certainly felt that way. Yeah. Um, that said... As soon as John Wick 4 is available to rent or buy on streaming services, I'm 100%, 100% watching it. 100%. I'm
2: going to watch it. I might not enjoy myself as much, but I'm yeah. here. Yeah, I'm
0: here. I'm here for is it. Is there an
1: act break, uh, Keanu, guess... please? Can I?
0: <laughs>
2: what, if I can pause it and go to the bathroom, we got a deal.
0: Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, has 54% on Rotten Tomatoes with like 130 reviews. Oh, the hey. only Marvel movie to score lower is Eternals with 47.
1: What's the complaint? I haven't read any reviews.
0: It's just really boring. Apparently, okay, yeah, like, and from the trailers, it was like, here is a bunch of CGI that we're telling you is important. Like that's that's really how it felt to me. Um, And
2: Jonathan Majors is doing his best.
0: I know, but he'll be awesome. Like he'll be fun, just as much as he was fun in Loki. Like it'll it'll always be fun to watch Jonathan Majors do his thing. But, He's so good. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that the overall quality of um, Marvel movies has fallen, but...
2: They've know, already said they're dialing back and focusing on VHX, and good.
0: About time. Um,
1: well, we get Guardians know, 3 uh, Wakanda, this year, Wakanda, though, so that should be decent.
0: Wakanda Guardians 3 looks good. Wakanda Forever was solid. Guardians 3 yeah, looks good. Was. At some point, we're going to get a Blade movie. Let's hope it's rated R
2: they would not do marshal a dirty i'm sure
0: uh yes they would uh, i don't want to see that it's disney uh luther returns to netflix with a movie on march 10th and it will be in th- theaters in february woo okay Id- Idris Elba in a trench coat good times uh in overwatch news that, my brother is some of those off.
2: episodes lost me but yeah really good show
0: what, what lost you
2: some of the episodes of luther lost me but
0: um, the one where, uh, the one that begins with him, like, uh, where, where is the girl? Where is the girl? And it's all right. back and forth. Like, just the way that that was stylized, it, it kind of took me out of it, but then once you kind of just get back into, you know, what the show is doing, I enjoyed it. But in the, just like that, uh, that BBC Sherlock definitely had some dumb moments. Like where he's scrolling through the information in his head and it looks like it hurts because he's going through so much at once. It's like, no, oh, it looks fucking oh, stupid.
2: Thank you for reminding me. Have you seen Winning Time? No. Do you know what it is?
0: I've heard of it. No. It's
2: the John C. Riley Lakers show?
0: Oh, yeah, I have watched that. Okay. I loved it.
2: We, I did, too, but, man, Adam McKay gets on my fucking nerves sometimes. I, I don't know who Adam McKay is. He's the guy who's directing it. Oh, okay. And, like, how do I put this? You ever heard of Garth Moringi's Dark Place? No. It's just like he's a like he's a parody of like Stephen King, but like British, okay. and he's just like an idiot. And he's, he says a famous quote where it's like, "I know artists that use subtext, and they're all cowards." Oh. Uh, that is Adam McKay to me. He will not let anything go unsaid, and it drives me nuts sometimes.
0: I guess, but for me, uh, John C. Riley did a great great job so
2: good such a hard character to make likable and he does And he
0: does the entire supporting cast was absolutely great the guy who plays magic johnson is great the guy who plays uh, kareem abdul-jabbar is great it made those people interesting to me and i've I've always known that kareem abdul-jabbar was like a really was one of these sports guys who's actually a really deep thinker and but I've, also a fucking bully sometimes. Yes, and I've read some of the shit he's written in his like 50s and 60s lately. And he's he, been a
2: great columnist. I'm being yes, serious.
0: Yes, as a columnist, I love him. I, like, I remember when Black Lives Matter popped off, I ended up reading an essay of his and thinking, this is the best thing I've read about any of this. He's really well spoken. Yes. And then to go see this other really bully side of him <laughs> uh, and believe that like he yeah, was... Him and
2: Nixon were fucking brutal.
0: He was that angry at that point, and I buy it. And, no, I, I really enjoyed Winning Time. I thought it was great.
2: Uh, oh, that one scene where, like, it's like a CGI fly around of the coach is, he's imagining the place it was so fucking goofy. I don't remember it. It's absolute mind palace thing.
0: Are we talking about Sherlock again?
2: We're talking about Winning Time.
0: No, I don't remember that at all in Winning
2: it, Time. It was like five whole minutes of it. It was, uh, really took me out. Anna um, McKay gets in his own way a lot.
0: I must have been looking at my phone at that point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, know, I can't wait to finish that. Um uh, we forgot Terran no not Taron Egerton, but um Joel I think Joel Kinnerman as um the first coach. Mm. Who's just yelling all the time but still managed to be an interesting character you kind of root for ultimately.
0: Yeah, but uh um who's the guy who ends up taking the coaching gig?
2: Yeah, that guy. He was the one who was doing like the play CGI shit flying around his head. Oh. The guy with the glasses.
0: <clears throat> in Overwatch news... Yeah. <laughs> my brother is pissed off that the new text-based dating sim game you need to play to unlock new skins and highlight intros in the game is desktop only, so he mm-hmm. can't access it via his PlayStation 3 browser, his phone's browser, or his Chromebook's browser. Not even and a Chromebook we're seeing browser? Hanzo's, That's weird. Yeah, not even... A, you have to have, like, Chrome version something-something to oh, do it. Oh, okay. And a, and a Chromebook is just like a cell phone with a keyboard. Mm, yeah. Um, and uh, and he's really pissed off and I don't really understand because all you get is you get like, uh, you get an emote for Kiriko where she's doing like a heart. Mm. Uh, you don't get the Hanzo skin, you have to pay for that. <laughs> but you okay. you do get the highlight intro where Hanzo blows the viewer a kiss. And I don't understand why Chris gives a shit, he barely plays Kiriko. If he's going support, he's going Lucio like nine times out of ten. Ah, ta-da.
2: I did really like being good at Lucio.
0: A good Lucio is a f- monster. You're
2: you're everyone's best friend. It's great.
0: No, uh, he's a, a, to me a good Lucio uh will turn and shoot me and is impossible to kill because of his movement. I hate those Yeah, guys. The, boop,
2: the boop of doom.
0: Not just the boop, but like the the way he just zips around, he's impossible to fucking hit. He's worse than Mercy for me. Um I, ne- I can
2: never man. crack the wall riding. That was my
0: problem. Uh, that's central to it. Yep. Uh, Activision Blizzard CEO and foot soldier of Satan, Bobby Kotick, will absolutely <laughs> remain if the Microsoft acquisition fails to go through. Um,
2: oh, shit. Am I rooting for Monopolies or against Bobby Kotick?
0: That's... Yeah.
2: Uh... I, I hate this. Yeah.
0: No ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> Fuck. No wins. The Vest... The Vestal has been added to Darkest Dungeon retail version on the Epic Game Store. She can be unlocked and upgraded via the Altar of Hope. I should check that out.
2: Oh, oh, wait,
0: it, wait. The, the Vestal, Vestal was like she was like a dedicated healer in Overwatch One. They might have changed her away from that in Overwatch Two. Is DLC Overwatch? I guess that's what I'm asking. In Darkest Dungeon? No, she's not DLC. You don't have to pay shit. She's in the oh, game. Thank God. She's in the fucking game. That would have fucked up. Yeah. So as like just you know up update your game and go in there and if you ha- you, you won't have candles to spend right now cuz that's how candles no, work no. but, but uh, uh, yeah Oh, man it will it'll be nice to have a dedicated healer again well I'm, i i'm curious if she is like i kind of wanted to go in and check it out just so i could speak to it but I keep uh, forgetting how fucking good it is it's super good i don't forget oh i don't forget totally i'm, worth I'm just way. i'm just waiting to play with a gamepad
2: <laughs> i i don't know if that uh Quote unquote playtester for Silk Song is real or not, but I choose to believe it's worth the wait. <laughs> what are you
0: talking about? What Silk Song rumor have you?
2: We talked about it last to? week. A playtester
0: mm-hmm. just said it will be worth the
2: yeah. wait. Oh. I want to believe it.
0: Well, I mean, a studio is only as good as their last game. Team Cherry is a very good studio. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Team Cherry. Is working very hard to not be a one-hit wonder.
0: Well, I just based on their last game, it's it seems possible that yeah, it'll be quite good. Uh, Dead Island Two has gone gold, and the release date actually moved up a week. It will now launch April twenty-first.
1: In other news, it is very cold in hell, and
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be definitely be interested in reviews for that game.
1: I hope it's good. I want it. Yeah, the, I, I want I, the silly feeling of Dead Island, not the grim dark of. Uh,
2: uh, Dying, Light Dying Light Two. Yeah. Dying Light Two, I just what,
0: how? I bailed on that way just, before you guys you, did. It it was too much in in a lot of directions and not enough in in really particular ones that would have fed engagement. I just to I, me, I've,
2: I haven't been that disappointed by a game I was looking forward to in a
0: long time. Okay, I wasn't that disappointed by it, I, but I it, hated it. did finish it. it. Just yeah. It, It didn't capture me. Yeah. It really didn't. And that was, yeah. Like, I'd rather... Every hospital was
2: the fucking same. I can't believe it. I I, I was so
0: mad. I'd rather go replay uh, Dying Light than play Dying Light 2
2: again. 100%. Like, it runs great on the deck. I have been tempted.
0: Uh, Remedy Entertainment says Alan Wake 2 is playable from start to finish.
1: Cool.
0: I just want okay. to hear about those Max Payne remakes. I want my slow mo gunplay back. I miss it. They're just doing one
1: and two, right? They're not doing three.
0: Um, I would take one of three as well, but Rockstar did three, so
1: yeah, it's got to be just not. one and two. Three is like a big break from one and two.
0: No, three was another linear, story-driven. Um, it wasn't shooter. as
1: noir as one and two were,
2: though.
0: Yeah, but the story in 3 was way better. Yeah, it was
2: way more Michael Mann, I thought. Yeah, it was
0: the story of 3 was absolutely I better. loved it. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, thinking about all the memorable gunfights in Max Payne, all the ones I think of were from 3.
2: I still think about that soccer stadium. That was a fucking great level. The
0: soccer stadium was great. um just the the very first mission in Max Payne 2, you're, like, you're shoot-dodging through plate windows in an apartment oh, complex. Oh, yeah, that like, restaurant. Yeah, like, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I would totally... I haven't
2: do. played it in, like, seven years, and I can still remember pretty vividly.
0: I'm pretty sure it was PS3. Yeah, it was PS3. It was. It's been a long fucking yeah. time. Yeah, it was a long time. Uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, is Nintendo's first $70 game.
1: And why? Because they can.
0: Mmm... Because, fuck, because they can Yeah, because, because they, 100% people will pay it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll pay it. Yeah, I'll pay I'll pay that shit up front. I, really, I don't even need to wait for reviews. I'm going to pay it. I'm going to pay that. I will be waiting for reviews of Dead Island. Yeah. I will wait They're for reviews untested. of Alan Wake 2. I didn't much love the first Alan Wake.
2: I found it quite boring.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like Remedy, but I don't love Alan Wake.
2: I, w- I would much rather be looking down the barrel of, what was it? Control um, 2. Control 2. Um, Control um, 2. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was a good time. It'd actually absolutely take a current-gen version of Control. And they do. They have, like, an updated version of it for PS5. Yeah. It's not that hot.
2: Aw. It's not that hot.
0: Well, no. I mean, it looks better than the game running on your PS4, but it doesn't look as good as, you know, any dedicated PS5 game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Still, that game running on full 60 still looks pretty damn good.
1: So, Alex, I have someone at work bugging me to play Destiny 2 with them? I need mm-hmm. reasons not to. Can you give me some?
2: Uh, it does not respect a goddamn second of your time.
1: Excellent. I'll take it.
2: Like, it is unabashedly a casino where the currency is occasionally money, but most often your entire day.
1: Eh, okay. that's That works. I'll take it.
2: Because <laughs> I don't really want to. <laughs> you, you, you just... You can't stop it. Like, you'll rule the next 40 minutes of your life no matter what happens. And I hate
1: that. Yeah okay, that works.
2: <laughs> Though it is some of the best shooting you will ever experience. See, we
0: always so try to walk. That. We always try to walk it back. The gunplay, of course, is really good because it's spongy.
1: Bungie. Bungie.
0: <laughs> I wonder what Bungie's doing for Sony. What are we? going to I really see do from
2: too. Killzone. Like if it was if. If Destiny 2 was more like Borderlands, fuck, it might be one of my favorite games. I don't they, know.
0: they need to get away from the world of Killzone. I am not. I don't think anyone's sad that we haven't returned to the world of the Helghast no to, one get is. It, to get into some politically murky violence again. I think we're okay, good. Maybe,
1: yeah. What if Insomniac makes a new Resistance? How about that?
0: Even that, I don't even know about that. I feel
2: like they capped it pretty
0: well. They yeah, did, actually. I, I don't really give a fuck about that world either. Um, it wasn't that interesting. Yeah, like, give me give me something new, something hot, something that feels really good when you shoot a guy in the head. And I know Bungie hey. can do that. So I'll be interested to see.
1: Sony doesn't really have a first-person... I would first take person. another
0: Sunset Overdrive. Well,
1: yeah, that will never happen. Um, no. That, that's, that's sort of a weird licensing limbo. Sony doesn't really have a big-budget first-person sci-fi shooter, does it, do they? No.
0: No, like they had Killzone, but it just never, never broke did. through to the, the Halo level.
2: Doesn't look like Horizon's breaking through either.
1: Horizon's really? selling just fine. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: But why is it free?
0: With the first one? The second no, one's going to be It's not free. Forbidden
2: West is on. It's going to be on Plus this month. No, it's not
1: on Plus. No, it's on the it's, it's on the not, second it's like level plus one. Extra. Yeah, the one that yeah, I it's accidentally like, oh, it's it's, it's okay. on the level that I accidentally forgot to cancel and got hit for hundred bucks. It's on that level.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: okay so yeah, it's free and possible. don't take it from me because <laughs> that actually might and let that, me play the that, DLC.
0: That I will say is what makes PlayStation Plus a better. Um, well it's only it's the only way i think the playstation plus is kind of a better uh, deal than um, game pass because in game pass this game is free as long as it's on game pass and then once it's off you would have to buy it if you want to play it again playstation <sighs> plus this game is on here if you quote purchase it while it's on here it's yeah, yours that's forever. the same as games with gold as, long as you have as long as you have playstation plus games
1: with gold really? yeah games with gold does it the same way Games with gold. Remember, there's just game just like it's games with games with gold is not Game Pass. You you need you need Xbox no. Live to play online, and you get two free games a month with that. They're shit games, but you get two free games and they are yours. Hmm. Game Pass is the same as the game catalog level of PlayStation Plus. Where, like you said, they're no, on there
0: because until because the, no, the game catalog on PlayStation Plus, once you purchase it, it's yours. Okay. As long as you're a PS Plus subscriber.
1: As long as you're a PS Plus subscriber, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And that much has rolled off of that. I'm honestly. sorry,
2: I've I just been reading an article that Resident Evil 4 Remake is gonna, sounds like it's going to run pretty well on a Steam Deck, and I
0: am hey. touched. Yeah, I'm, I'm more hyped for that than I expected to be.
2: It's coming out next month. I didn't know.
0: Between Dead Space and just kind of dipping my toe back in Resident Evil 7, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want more.
2: I miss the PS2, PS3 era so much.
0: Yeah, but, but to play those types of games with these types of graphics, that's what I want. That is, <laughs> I
2: can't, I still don't believe it's one for one. I bet they cut a lot of shit. I uh, still don't believe I, them. We'll I mean...
0: see. Oh, um I, I want to believe, I definitely want to believe that they did like, I'm that.
2: sure the, the Mecha... Castellanos in there but
1: we're also forgetting that Atomic Heart is in five days
2: what Atomic Heart no is, is February
1: 21st
0: good lord I God, there was another again
2: one February 21st. I will see what people say Atomic Heart
0: you want to go again
2: hang on I know the composer donated his salary from that game to the Ukrainian effort Oof. Well,
1: February
2: I might say more about that publisher than it does
1: not um, who knows? But you no, know, mm-hmm. that's that's coming up, uh, da, 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 da. and Atomic cards on Game Pass, More so right. I'll just be able to play it, which makes me happy.
2: Everything I've
0: seen looks pretty compelling.
1: It does. Get I'm just forced. wondering how it's going to feel. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what I was. Like a Dragon, Ishin is coming out. Oh, there's that a demo that
1: not... just landed, I believe, for the combat. Mm.
0: Yes, but I would have to like upgrade to the next level on PlayStation to play demos. Oh shit! It's so dumb. So yeah, I'll I'll look at reviews for both of those. I might get neither, because Atomic Heart has been in development for so long.
1: It was originally a, a, a Kickstarter, wasn't it?
0: I think. I don't know.
1: I don't know, but you're right. It's been around for a long so.
0: time. So. Yeah, I've been hearing about Atomic Heart for at least five years, and that games that are in development that long usually end up being like um, the Last Guardian, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It definitely has some charm so... to it. Yeah, God. it has some charm to it, but as a game, not, you know, this design is too old. Last
1: Guardian had one of the more fucked up endings, though. Ever.
0: What yeah. is this fucked up so
1: ending? So, the entire time you're you're trying to get the, the bird thing, the Trico, to, to work with you, you're feeding it these barrels, mm-hmm. right?
2: Well, yeah. And then you okay. find out
1: later on that the barrels are full of children that... The Trico, other Tricos had children. kidnapped. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah,
1: so literally it's soil and green. You're, you're feeding Trico liquefied children.
0: Okay. So does, does it end with you, like, getting into a barrel to save him because he's weak or something? No, no, you end up destroying
1: everything and, and breaking the whole thing down. But, but there's the moment of realization when you realize that there, these kids have been getting ground up and put in barrels that you've been feeding to him. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of shit coming out soon.
0: Yeah, all We at got once. we got Yaku we got Yakuza and uh an atomic heart. You know what that means? And then
1: That means I do not have time for shitty games.
0: I agree. Which means I Get should of not of be
1: playing Force Broken is what it means.
0: A hundred percent well that's I, that's what we've been saying this entire fucking episode. Uh March third will sh- long fall, fallen dynasty.
2: You should be playing goofy Edo period RPGs.
1: We'll not, not play Ishin Likatar. they will not. Why not? Because I've never enjoyed any of the Yakuza games. It's still a Yakuza game. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: still a Yakuza game. The only thing that's appealing about it to me is it's a samurai game. You give me a samurai game, I'm going to give it a longer look than I'll give any other game. I really liked Like a Dragon.
1: Well, that wasn't a Yakuza game, really. It was a turn-based RPG.
0: True, and this is an action game. Yeah, this is. I don't
2: know. I'm kind of digging their vibe now. I see where they're coming from.
0: Uh, Last of Us Part Four or Part One on PC. Have a nice death on March twenty second for Switch. Remnant from the Ashes for Switch. That doesn't matter. Yeah, and then we're and then we're into April and yeah. we've got uh, oh Grim Gumar once more from VanillaWare right. on April fourth. Uh, Overwatch two season four the Burning Shores DLC for Horizon Forbidden West. What is that? Uh, April nineteenth. May actually. Dead Island play that. Hmm. Dead Island two April twenty first. Star Wars Jedi Survivor April twenty
1: eighth.
0: And then, and then we're into May, and that's Redfall, Darkest Dungeon 2, uh, Final Release, and uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And Suicide Squad. So, yeah. And then in June, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6. God damn.
2: Good year. Oh, okay. Okay. I think we're back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're, we're back. Think we're, we're, well, we're hitting on all All right, gents. I need to call it. All ready. I need to head out. Pick up the
0: boy. I need to go play some of this shitty fucking Overwatch game.
1: Ah, ah. So only one of us is going to have a good time. i am
0: a warm bath of uh, yeah, Breath see? Of the wild. I might have
1: a good time. Alex knows how it
0: works. I might <laughs> have <laughs> a good time. Well, You never know. You, may, right. you could always have good games. You <laughs> could so have. I actually, it's honestly, right. might take a bath literally. Who knows? Oh, that sounds nice. It
1: right.
2: will be. In that case.
1: Alex, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in a week.